It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, Ipswich Show celebrates 150 years this year. How did it all begin and what can you expect in the biggest show ever? Show Society President Darren Zano reveals all you need to know to make the most of the 2023 Ipswich Show. It's Friday, April 21, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This year marks the 150th Ipswich show and I can feel the excitement building already. But what was it like in 1873 and what can we expect in 2023? Show Society President Darren Zano has seen more shows than most. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Darren. No problem at all, Alan. Good morning. 150 years. It's certainly a big milestone for any organisation. Are there any old reports of what those early shows were like and what was the motivation to even start a show back then? Well, the motivation, Alan, was uh, was basically competition uh, and it really started um, – with ploughing competitions, who could plough a field the best with uh, the best horse, the best plough? Uh, and back in the day, they used a, a, what was called a moldboard plough, which was a single plough that actually turned the dug into the soil and turned the soil over on top of itself. And that was generally pulled by a draft horse. So um, that's where the, 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 the very true roots, the very early uh, competitions was, was ploughing. And it was a competition as to who had the best beast when it comes to cattle and sheep and horses. That is the true roots of the show. Do you know whether there was any general entertainment at those early shows? Yeah, look, there we uh, the, the very early showmen um, were were all about um, like the uh, the bearded lady, uh, the dancing duck, <laughs> um, the uh, the electric chair, the uh, two headed man. Um, the two-headed snake. Uh, it was sort of um, stuff that's probably not, uh, in a lot of ways, politically. It's politically sensitive these days. But um, anything that was a little bit left of field, mm. um, uh, let's say the, the elephant man, for instance. So um, they would uh, would put up a tent, uh, and they would uh, would charge a fee to go into the tent and look at these very strange uh, things. Uh, and that was the very early roots of um, of the showman, and of course that has uh, evolved these days to uh, scary rides and um, and um, and games and such. So um, that was sort of the early showman. Yes, those early days. I think they referred to in the in the old movies as freak shows. 
which correct. is, uh, as you say, not politically correct these days. Thank goodness that doesn't happen anymore. Do you know when amusement rides became part of the show? No, I'm not quite sure, Alan, but I certainly know that the very early amusement rides were um, – and there's one actually set up in Melbourne at um, uh, Richie Miller's uh, place, and I actually only saw it a couple of years ago. And it was like a, uh, a pole in the centre with uh, a number of ropes coming off the, the top of that pole, uh, and everyone would sit around in a circle. Uh, and it was self-propelled by you. Um, if, if you were nearly at the ground, well, you'd push your feet down and you would push up – whatever side of the uh, of this contraption that you were on and it would seat around about 20 to 30 people so that was sort of the very earliest that i know of uh, show rides ipswich show has been operating on the same site incredibly since 1877 after moving from nearby churchill was ipswich the first show in queensland uh, no, it wasn't, uh, Alan. Um, unfortunately, we were we were trumped for, from a few years by um, actually Toowoomba. I think it was our hundred and fifty sixth show this year. We have missed a few shows during uh, during the time. Um, of course, the Spanish flu, mm. World War One and World War Two uh, were, were times in which we uh, we did miss a show. And of course, in twenty twenty, we actually had a virtual show because of COVID. So we have missed a few along the way. Um, but before um, the Ipswich Show Society was the Ipswich Show Society. It's gone through a couple of changes of names. Uh, it was actually amalgamated with the Ipswich Horticultural Society, uh, and there was a split in uh, 1873. So there was a number of shows before 1873, but the history uh, history before that is a little sketchy. How has the look and feel of the show changed since you first attended as a child? Well, as I first attended as a child, I can always remember um, sitting in the old grandstand before the uh, the, the, the current Greyhound uh, or Grandstand Pavilion that was built in 81. I can remember sitting in the grandstand and I got a splinter in my backside and I can remember my dad um, taking the splinter, <laughs> getting a <laughs> pair of tweezers when we got home and getting the splinter out of my backside. But the old grandstand was certainly, um, you know, an, an old icon and um, – and um, it was replaced. And look, the, the, the showgrounds itself really over the last uh, 40 years, um, nearly all of the buildings have been replaced. And as, as only as recently as last week, we um, demolished the old carports and, um, and an old tractor shed up the back of the showgrounds uh, to make way for uh, new development. So it certainly has uh, undergone uh, a lot of changes, uh, certainly in, in recent times. For kids and young people, the show always conjures up Sideshow Alley and all the amusement rides, and they've certainly become more sophisticated over the years. In fact, you were spotted on The Beast last year, I think, more than once. <laughs> exactly right, mate. And uh, might I say, I'm fresh back from the Sydney Royal Show, the Royal Easter Show, and um, The Beast, um, of course, was at the Royal Easter Show, and I, I just couldn't help myself, but I had to get on it. <laughs> Um, but of course, this year we're going to have a roller coaster, which is the first time since 1985 we've had a roller coaster at our show. So the crazy coaster will be will be making an appearance at the Ipswich show this year, along with the Beast and some other uh, really large rides that we have been missing out on for a while. But um, because of the resurgence of our show and the success in 2021, of course, last year we had uh, a washout show. But um, this year, the 150th show, there's a lot of new stuff that's coming to our show. We've made our show half again bigger uh, in size than what it's ever been um, and it's certainly going to be something um, a lot of new attractions a lot of new acts um, a lot a lot to see at our show this year so make sure when you come along you come along nice and early 
um, so that you can see everything that it has to offer. Darren, how have you been able to make the show so much bigger? Because you've, you've kind of got a your landlock, you've got a limited size block of land there. What are you doing to accommodate all these extras? A third of the showgrounds, including the main ring, was always taken up by the horse section of the show. Um, and it's always been a worry in recent years that uh, if a horse was to bolt or was to get away from uh, from its owner, uh, whether it's a rider or whether it's someone leading a horse, uh, it could actually, um, you know, get in, into the, the, the general public and hurt someone. So what we've done is we've um, we've made a dedicated um, a dedicated race to bring the horses in from across the road. Actually, they'll be on the other side of Parker Avenue this year, so they'll be um, there won't be any horses actually um, being led around the show uh, outside of the main arena. Um, so that's opened up all of the markets area that I'm sure people would be uh, that have ever been to the Ipswich Showgrounds would understand. All the markets area right down along the frontage of Warwick Road, all that will be show this year. Um, we've got uh, we've moved the wood shop and we've moved the animal nursery, the animal farm, um, the larger animals, um, and all. Uh, there's a lot of uh, new displays that will be staged right through the back market and the front market area. So by moving the horses to much a much safer environment for the horses and a quieter environment for them as well, um, we've been open being able to open up a third of the showgrounds to uh, to exhibits and entertainment. Uh, you and the team and a swag of loyal volunteers have obviously been, you know, working virtually seven days a week to make this year's show the biggest and the best. You've hinted at a couple of the changes. What are some of the highlights in the main arena? Look, the highlights in the main, there's a lot of highlights. So we've been trying to bring back some of the old entertainment from years gone by. We do have the uh, the main arena spectacular, um, which is a, a horse, uh, cattle, um, there's sheep, there's donkeys. Uh, it's something real special uh, by Rooftop Express. So that's our feature event uh, at night. Of course, we've got the Demolition Derby on the Saturday. Sunday, we have the monster trucks and the rollover cars and the Dunny Derby. And at night as well, we have the Human Cannonball. We have the um, the, the Wheel of Steel uh, and we have the, um, the high wire act with the motorbikes. Of course, the huge fireworks. We've never spent so much money on fireworks, but uh, we are this year. Uh, as well as all of the um, the usuals that come along every year, we've got um, Matt Mingay with his uh, with his um, his rally cars that are going to be screaming around the arena, and we have the uh, of course we've got the the aerial uh, motorbike stunt team as well. That is awesome. I'm looking forward to a couple of those I haven't seen. The high wire motorcycle and the wheel of death and a wow and the fireworks. Can't go wrong with the fireworks, Darren. That's right. And of course the human cannonball and we're actually looking for people to uh, put in the human cannon uh, <laughs> and shoot you out um, about 40 metres. So uh, Alan, um, should I put your name down? Uh, probably not, but uh, I look forward to seeing that. <laughs> forward to seeing that part of the show. Now, in the main exhibition pavilion, there's a great variety of guest speakers on the list, and they'll be talking about all sorts of things on the uh, Urban Utilities Lifestyle stage. Have you got any highlights there? As part of the show, of course, it's an educational experience. So we've really honed in on that this year and made sure that we have uh, we have a number of speakers from all different facets uh, of um, of our community uh, and of our 28 different sections of the show. So we have guest speakers on there that are going to um, uh, be speaking about all sorts of different topics um, to do with agricultural, horticultural, industrial attributes. 
Uh, also education like on fire ants, uh, education from Queensland Urban Utilities, even if it's City Council. So um, that's the experience you're going to see on that stage this year. We also have the Bush Poets this year, the Bush Poet Competition. Uh, look, we have um, usually we have two stages around the show. This year we have five. Wow. Mm, mm. Okay, there's, there's definitely going to be something for everyone, and as you say, so much bigger than any uh, previous show that's been organised. Now, the all-important tickets, uh, are you keeping the tickets cheaper if you book online again this year? Yeah, exactly right, Alan, we are. So we, we encourage people to, uh, to buy your tickets early um, and, uh, yeah, and book your spots. Um, we, um, of course, Friday and Sunday um, – uh, the, certainly the days to come. Uh, I know Saturday, people love coming to the show Saturday. And in the uh, year before last, we had uh, 18,000 come to the show on the Saturday. So it was was quite busy. So if you'd like a um, more of a relaxed, uh, entertaining time, we have plenty of events on, on the Friday and the Sunday, uh, just as many as we have on the Saturday. So um, we encourage people to come on the Friday and the Sunday uh, just to take a little bit of pressure off Saturday. And we're less than four weeks away until the gates open. Oh, don't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we're, we're on track to make sure that everything's 100% right. We've been turfing. We've been uh, we've been uh, building retaining walls and putting up signage and we've been patching asphalt and doing all of the um, all of the preliminary stuff. And, and, look, I'm very sure that when the gates open, uh, people, the Ipswich people should be very proud of their, of their show. And, of course, the Ipswich show is about the people. Uh, it's about families. It's about animals. It's about bringing the whole community together in a celebration of everything that's great about Ipswich from the cultural, agricultural, horticultural and industrial attributes um, that are the true re- true roots of the Ipswich at Westmorton region. So we encourage everyone to come along, enjoy the show. There's a lot of free entertainment once you're in the gate and uh, make sure you put, a, put aside three or four hours at the show because you're going to need it this year. Darren Zano, looking forward to seeing you at the show. Thank you again for speaking with Ipswich today. Anytime, Alan. Thank you. And a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes, including where to book your show tickets online. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. From legendary locals, we all know, to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.